Are you good at planning, but less good at actually doing what you planned? (laughs) Do you get frustrated with yourself for not doing the thing? Maybe you're taking care of everyone else, and when you finally get around to do your own thing, you are depleted. In today's episode, I'm going to give you some tools to help you actually do what you planned. And then I'm going to pump you up, cheer you on, and dare you to do. Do it. You got this. Do you want to feel less scattered and more focused, but the idea of planning or goal setting sounds like adding more pressure to your already pressure-filled life? If that sounds like you, welcome to the Plan Goal Plan podcast. I'm Danielle McGue. I'm a professor, mom, and business owner. I started this podcast to help hardworking women and high-achieving mamas plan and set goals playfully and lightly. Unlike pressure-filled approaches, Plan Goal Plan centers on what delights you to help you envision all the possibilities your future holds. If you're ready to try easier, if you're ready to make memories and do meaningful work, grab a pen. I'm going to guide you through practices that will help you plan for clarity, set goals for direction, and act with purpose and delight. Let's get started. Before I dive into today's topic, I have a favor to ask of you. If you could, I would love it. I would super appreciate it if you would go onto Apple Podcasts and leave me a review. It is the number one way that you can connect with me, thank me, offer me your support, and to express my gratitude to you for listening to this podcast, check out the show notes. In there, there is a link that will take you to a free plan, goal, plan, starter pack. So there are monthly, weekly, and daily spreads in there, both on a Sunday or a Monday start. There's a meal planner, a habit tracker. There's all sorts of fun things in there. So go leave me a review. And then when you are done, check out the show notes and grab yourself a free planner pack. Do it y'all. It's my way of saying thank you. What is the thing that you love to plan, but then you avoid doing? I know you have something. I know you do. So like maybe you get onto Pinterest and you pin all of the cleaning and organizing pins and your closet is going to be ombre perfection after you tackle it. It's going to be a rolling sea of neutrals, right? And you decide that this Saturday will be the day and you write it down in your planner and then Saturday comes along and you're tired from the week. So you let yourself sleep in. And then as you're eating breakfast, you realize that you're out of a few items. So you decide to run a few errands and pick up things. And then your kids are wild and you decide that you should probably take them to the trampoline park and let them jump it out. And at the park, you check your phone and you realize that a few work things rolled in. So when you get home, you take care of those. And then it's time to cook dinner and you are wiped. And it is movie night, y'all. It is movie night. And your closet can wait. Been there? Here's the thing. Your closet can wait. Life will go on with a messy closet. I can attest to that, right? Life will go on. However, you want to address this because you're starting to tick yourself off, right? You keep doing this. You want to work on your closet. You know that your mornings will be smoother if you just take a few hours to do this. You might say to yourself, what is my deal? Just take care of the closet, right? If this is you, but maybe it's not your closet. Maybe it's exercising. You buy the gear, you sign up for the gym, you've even driven to the gym, but then you just sit in the parking lot staring at the entrance before you decide that you're just going to go grab a coffee and go home. 
For me, it's usually writing. My house is never cleaner than when I have a writing project due. I'll scrub a toilet before I'll write. (laughs) Y'all, if you do this, this is very human of you. This is very human of you. You're not alone in this. This is humaning. Welcome. That being said, today we are going to dare to do. I'm going to equip you with some tools to help support you in doing the thing. Not thinking about it, not dreaming about it, not planning, doing. And you got this. Before I offer some tactical tools, there are a few things that I want you to consider. I want you to reflect on why you plan the thing in the first place. Name your why. Reconnect with it. I want to clean my closet so that my mornings are smoother, and I want to put together outfits that I feel comfortable and confident in. When I look put together, I feel put together. So name your why. Then I want you to get honest with yourself. What's been holding you back? Why have you been avoiding doing this thing that you just claim matters to you? What's going on there? Maybe your body's changed and sifting through old clothes reminds you of this. Or it feels like defeat to donate those clothes. Perhaps your old clothes remind you of an old relationship and memories surface every time you're in there. Maybe you've defined being a good mom as a mom who sacrifices herself for her kids. Or maybe your parents didn't pay attention to you and so now you struggle to do this thing for yourself because it feels like something your parents would have done. I don't know what your answer is, but I do need you to take time and get honest with yourself. I struggle with writing projects, books, research articles, and I know that one of the reasons that I struggle with these things is because I'm worried that I'll put all this time and energy into it and then it will get rejected and that I will be exposed as not good enough. Or I'm not sure that anything I'll write will make a difference. But guess what? Not doing anything, not writing anything also doesn't make a difference. (laughs) I can only get better by practicing. So get honest with yourself. Not hard on yourself. Those are different things. Get honest with yourself and be clear with yourself. Name your why. Why do you want to do this? But then also try to locate why it is that you have not been doing this. Okie dokie. Once you've done a little bit of a reflection and you've gotten honest and clear with yourself, I want you to make sure that you have set a clear and specific goal. So step one to actually doing the thing is to make sure that you have a clear and specific goal. This is going to help you stay focused and motivated. Sometimes we simply don't do something because we are overwhelmed and we don't really know where to begin. So our plan exists, but it wasn't specific enough. So let's say I say, I want to clean my closet on Saturday, but then you're standing in front of your closet and it's a heaping pile of mess and you have no idea where to start. So this is step number two. Make sure that you break your goal into smaller, manageable steps. So let's say the very first step with your closet is create a donation box. So here you are standing in front of your closet. You do feel overwhelmed, but if your plan 
was specific and you had broken it down into manageable steps, you can look at that and, and rather than, but rather than freeze, you can say, oh, I know what the first step is. Create a donation box. I can do that. I've got one down in recycling. I'll go grab it. You also might just say something simple like, I'm going to move left to right, top to bottom in my closet. But having a clear plan will help you focus. This will also make it easier for you to stay on track and make progress. The third step for actually doing the thing is to monitor your progress. It's so easy to get excited about a new plan or a project in the beginning, but then as time goes on, it can be hard to stay motivated. If you wonder why that happens, you might check out the podcast episode that I have on dopamine. It's me and my husband, and we're talking about dopamine, but it gives you a little bit of a clue as to why it gets harder to stay motivated as you move further along in a goal. Okay, when a goal requires a lot of hard work or when progress is slow, this is even easier. So you need to find fun ways to make your progress visible. Maybe you're going to take before and afters of your closet. Maybe you're going to give yourself a sticker every time you complete a section. I love stickers. Turns out stickers are highly motivating for me. Also, you maybe you have your family make a cheer tunnel for you and you get to run through it. So celebrate your small wins. Celebrate your progress. Find a way to make your progress visible to you. This will help you stay positive and will help you continue working towards your goal. So another way that you can actually get the thing done is to invite others to be part of your process. So when we make plans, sometimes we do this in isolation without involving others. And this can make it really easy to push the plan aside when other priorities arise or when we face obstacles. When there's no one there to hold us accountable or provide support or encouragement, it can be difficult to stay on track and make progress. All right, let's say that you are trying to exercise and so you decide to invite a friend into the process and have them meet you at the gym. Um, One of my favorite pieces of advice around this is from Gretchen Rubin. In her book, The Four Tendencies, she offers this advice up for obligers. So obligers are people who are externally motivated by others. So you may not do something for yourself, But if someone else is relying on you, you'll show up for them. And she gives this advice in the book that you should exchange shoes with a friend at the gym. So you just exercised. When you're done, you switch shoes. So the next day, the only way that your friend can exercise is if you are there with their shoes. (laughs) I thought that this was like wild and really kind of funny advice but I bet that it works. So invite others in. You can ask your partner to take the kids so that you can clean out your closet. You can take time to explain to your kiddos your why. And I think that's a great opportunity for you to model for your kids the skills that you'd like them to have. Another thing that you could do is make cleaning your closet a date. You and your partner can work on your closet together. If that sounds boring, listen to your favorite audiobook or your favorite podcast together Crank up them club beats from your younger days, listen to whatever the youths are listening to these days, and complain to each other about how terrible it is, enjoy a drink, feed each other bites of your favorite dessert after you complete a task. I don't know. Get ridiculous. Get playful. Do what makes sense for you. But invite 
other people in. So you've set some clear and specific goals. You've broken those goals down into smaller, manageable tasks. You've monitored your progress. You've made your progress visible. You've invited other people in. You also might raise the stakes. What I mean by that is make it harder for you to not do the thing. I love it. There's apps that you can go on where if you don't do the thing, you have to pay other people. If that gets you moving, do it. So you might find a way to raise the stakes if that's what's going to motivate you. And finally, regularly review your progress and make any necessary adjustments to your plan. Sometimes we make a plan But as we get to trying it out, we realize that that plan wasn't very realistic or it just didn't make sense. And so sometimes we do need to tinker with our plans, change them around a little bit so that we can stay on track and ensure that we're making progress on our goal. Y'all, I'm often shocked that when I put something off and then I finally do it, It's often way easier than I expected, and I'm kicking myself for not doing it sooner. I don't know about you, but fretting over the thing often turns out to be worse than just doing the thing. I've made it bigger in my head than it actually was. Now, I want to say some things are just hard, and when they are, honor it. It's okay. Some things are just hard, but you can do hard things. And sometimes the only way is through. So take a step and move through it. I'm here with you. I'm here with you. It's okay. You can do it. To recap, name your why. Why did you plan this in the first place? Name what's holding you back. Then make sure your plan is specific. Break it down and monitor your process. Little by little. And progress over perfection. Let others in, invite them in, welcome them in, connect. Finally, if you need to raise the stakes, raise them and make sure that you're regularly reviewing your progress so that you can make adjustments as needed. Sometimes the plans we plan just don't fit. Tinker, adjust, pivot, do-si-do, I don't know. Remember that achieving your goals requires patience, persistence, and work but it can be delightful. Visualize yourself on the other side. Don't give up if you face setbacks. Instead, learn from them and keep moving. I wish for you confidence. I wish for you courage. And I dare you to do. Do it courageously and confidently. If this podcast has inspired you, guided you, or just made you laugh, the number one way that you can thank me is by leaving a written review for the show over on Apple Podcast. I'm seriously tickled every time that I hear from you all, so pop onto Instagram and follow Plan Go Plan and digital message me. I want to say hello. I want to geek out about all things planning and goal setting. Keep sensing the possibilities, y'all.